welcome, 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 one and all, and welcome back to Off the Cuff, the podcast where two best friends talk everything esports and sports related. Sports first, esports later, and uh, we talk about things for the past week. Typically, what we do around here uh, when we don't take three three week breaks, but we're back for the third week in a row. Uh, my name is JT. Joining me as per usual is my Lovely co-host Highlander. Highlander, how's it going, buddy? Pretty. What? Wait a minute. Have what? we done this three weeks? Has it been three weeks? This is it. Yeah. Yeah. This is the wow. third episode since our three-week hiatus. It's. They, I'm telling you, time goes by way faster than you think. It does. I'm telling you, I swore this was only like the second week since that. I know. That. Wow. Yeah. But. Uh, here we are. Here we are. And speaking of here we are, here you are as well. And if you are new to this podcast, then I recommend you just chill. Take a, take a, you know, go back in your seat a little bit. Listen. Oh. Or if you're driving, then don't relax. Just continue to listen. Uh, well. Um, give us a shot. Hear us out. Take our, uh, you know, listen for free. If you've been here before and you came back for more and you haven't followed Ooh, yet that was pretty good rhyme, wasn't it yeah yeah <laughs> and you haven't followed yet why don't you do that if you liked us so much you came back and if you hated us so much you came back anyway follow us again so you know when we're going live um that's everywhere youtube twitch audio sites you know where you are right now go down below hit the follow button hit the subscribe button do whatever you got to do to get us in your feed because we're live every single night over here on twitch.tv slash off the cuff pod at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And the episodes are live 5 a.m. Thursdays, Eastern Standard Time. Um, Highlander. Did you say we're live every night? No, I don't think I did. did oh, I? You just said we're live every night at 7.30. We're live Tuesday nights. <laughs> Not every night. That would be. I mean, I mean look. That'd be that nuts. Is... There would have to be a lot of sports that we cover to be doing. We would need to do one episode, night. like one sport per day, pretty much. Yeah, and we'd have to follow, I think, more like international sports as well. Oh, yeah. Because we there's, there's not enough of our sports that, uh, you know, to cover that many days. No, no. Did I ask you how you're doing? How you doing, Highlander? You, you, di- you did. I'm I doing did. good. How, how yeah. are you doing? Excellent. I am doing fantastic. Um. Yeah, apologize for the little delay on Twitch. Uh, running a little bit late here today, but we're here, and the episode is live, and you listen in on Thursdays, you don't even care because it's edited, so you didn't even have to wait. Um, but anyway, Fantastic. before we get started um, with our actual news, we have a fun game we like to play around here, and that's Highlander's Quick Quiz. And, of course, last week, Highlander got his question correctly. It was a 100-point question in the NFL, though, so kind of easy. Um, you know, so we'll see what happens today as he steps back up to the plate and uh, takes another oh, shot. Are you, are you predicting it's an MLB question now with that May, one? We haven't had an MLB question in a while. If this is so, a baseball question, I'm calling it rigged. Uh, maybe. I'm not sure. Let's spin the wheel and find out. So last week, Highlander got the question right. He's at a negative 100 aggregate score. What is it? NRL for 400. Oh, no. I didn't randomize them this time. They were all just in order, but it's still random, so it's fine. Um, Yes, so last week, Highlander took his tally to a negative 100, and now he's got a chance to bump it up to a positive 300. Uh, NRL 400, good luck. 
What team did Peter Sterling play for? Why does the name actually sound familiar? I feel like I've mm. actually heard this man's name. Uh, out of curiosity, this isn't like um, uh, what's this? What's this? who wants to be a millionaire? I can't phone a friend, can I? No. This is Highlander's quick quiz, not Highlander and Friends. I didn't know if there was like some kind of like emergency button there. I could call a friend and uh... maybe for season two of Highlander's quick quiz, maybe we'll implement okay. that. But oh, for season okay. one, no. for this board in particular, we're sticking with just you and your your Peter, cranium. Peter Sterling. Peter Sterling. I. I'm gonna go and just throw a crazy one here and say, the Melbourne Storm. Melbourne Storm. All right. I'm just gonna. Well, I'm just going. I'm just going with something crazy here. I did if run I'm... these NRL questions by Regal, and so these questions should be accurately, uh, you know, points wise, they should be pretty, pretty on point. So, 400 point question. Melbourne Storm. What did he play for? He played. He played for Parramatta. Oh. Parramatta okay. Eels. So it was one of those. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. In my head, I imagined just it was gonna be the Storm because you know Regal being a Storm fan, I was like. He's obviously going to put a player in that. Yes. Well, unfortunately, Highlander misses on that question. Hard question. 400-point question. So uh, understandable that he missed on that one. Um, I guess we'll have to see if Regal thinks it's understandable um, when he comes on a little bit later. But that brings Highlander's record to 4-3. and three, And he has hit for 500 oh. points, and he has missed for 9. Nope, 1,000 points, actually. He's missed for 1,000 uh, points now. All right. That makes a lot more sense. Why I recognize that name. Why do you recognize the name? Uh, because Regal just said it, he's an NRL commentator. Oh. So that, that's why. Okay. Yeah, that's why. That's why I've heard that name before. Yes, of course. Of course. Well, with Highlander's quick quiz out of the way, thank you all so much for listening to that and watching. Thank you, Highlander, for getting the question wrong. Um <laughs> Uh, take us away. Do you have any NFL news for us today? I know we skipped it last week because there was just absolutely nothing going on with the NFL. Is there anything going on now? I mean, it's it's really just the same with the NFL, except for just, just just the fact that, you know, DeAndre Hopkins released from the Cardinals. True. Um, no news on anything else. Apparently, mm-hmm. there's just, it's been like a week, I want to say, since that's happened, and there's basically no news on anything. Okay. I thought with him being released, he would have been like signed immediately somewhere. Right. But yeah, nothing yet. I mean, maybe maybe by next week, we might find a home for DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, wherever he goes, it should be you know decent. Um, I mean, when he right. left Arizona, he said that he wanted a quarterback who actually wants to win. Mm. Strong uh, so words. Um, that tells you how much the uh, receivers liked Kyler Murray. Yes. Um, yes. And this comes off of the year as well, where Kyler Murray was, um, you know, down talked by coaches by wanting to play video games more than study the playbook. Mm, well, he is in Phase Clan. Uh, yes. <laughs> so. But uh, it's still one of those things where when you have a starting quarterback, you kind of want the receivers to love your quarterback. To be like, yeah, yeah, I want to catch footballs oh, yeah. and win games with them not mm-hmm. when they're like i want to go ahead and, and have a winning quarterback that actually cares about the game right so yeah i mean there's a couple of teams that you know he wants to go to um 
Like he said, I know he said he wants to. He would love to catch balls from Josh Allen, mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts, uh, Mahomes, a uh, couple of those kind of like teams. So I'm like, all right. I mean, those are all top teams that could use. Well, I mean, I guess the Eagles don't really need because I mean, if the Eagles signed him, he would just be like a third or fourth quarterback or running receiver, which is wild to me. Right. Um. The fact that DeAndre Hopkins would be a third or fourth string receiver on a team, mm-hmm. it, it, that's just mind-blowing. That's yeah. why, though, I, the one team I would like to see him not go to is the Chiefs. They don't need uh, any help. Yeah, I, I feel like the Chiefs are good where they're at. Yes. Uh, a team that I'd actually really like to see him go to is honestly the Bills. Mm. You put Diggs on one side, Hopkins on the other, you have yourself a field day. True. That wouldn't be terrible. Finally, it would put a lot less pressure on Diggs, Diggs. and Allen. And, yeah, and Allen. And Allen. It would make the Bills a lot uh, more dangerous, in my opinion, on offense. For sure. I would like that. I, I kind of figured you would. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if, if, he, if, if he can that's if, yeah. hit, hit that's his if stride. If comes in. You know. Honestly, that's if D-Hop comes in as like he, what he used to do on the Texans. Back in the day. Mm. When him and Deshaun were together on the Texans. You know what? I just thought of that. There could be a reunion between Deshaun Watson and D. Hopkins. Right. The Browns could always somehow do something crazy. And, I mean, last time those two were together before the Texans, the dumbest trade of their lives, Mm -hmm. uh, was when uh, Houston actually made the playoffs and were dominating the Chiefs in a playoff game. And then they... uh, Pulled an Atlanta Falcons and choked it. Yes. But other than that, I mean, those two do have good chemistry together. I can see the Browns trying to bring in um, D-Hop, and then they have Amari Cooper, D-Hop, and I think they got another receiver this offseason, didn't they? Um, I swore they did. Maybe? I'm not entirely sure. I mean, the Browns would need it, too. So, I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean... A shocking place, but I don't think he would go, though. Mm-hmm. I, I'd like to see uh, Saints as well. Mm. Um, I mean, they, I, right now, all the Saints, in my opinion, even though Michael Thomas is supposedly going to play this season, mm-hmm. I give it three games before that man's back on the sideline and back at home crying again. Um, uh, but to me, all the Saints have is their star receiver right now. Is the young kid, yeah. Um, you know, to me, if they bring in a veteran like D Hop who wants to play mm-hmm. football, um, I think very quickly you'd find that D Hop would get the contract that Michael Thomas, uh, is kind of stealing right now, in my opinion. I think an interesting team for him as well would to look at would be the Steelers, because I mean, you pair D Hop with uh, Pickens. Ooh, a, takes actually, a, yeah. takes a little pressure off of Pickens. Young, Pickett, young and Pickett. He, yeah, he's Pickett shown, has another veteran. He's shown that he can, you know, and, and, and you know, D-Hop can teach Pickens and Pickett, honestly, um, you know, how to, you know, how to win, how to be better. And uh, if, if D-Hop has that sort of coaching, not coaching, but like, you know, mentorship quality, I'm not sure if he does. I'm not sure what kind of leader he was like on his other teams. But, um, I mean, a little bit of wisdom from anybody who's been in the league for a long time can't help. I mean, can't hurt, you know. So exactly, yeah. I think that could be dangerous because the Steelers were probably, I mean, they were 
kind of out of nowhere this year, you know, with, with, I mean, yeah, they're, they were one, coming one in, game away. Yeah. And Pickens just having a crazy rookie year. Um, so yeah, you put an extra, an extra guy on, on that team with DeAndre Hopkins's pedigree and, and statistical ability, physical ability, they could be dangerous. Um, and I'm seeing, uh, a, a comment there about, you know, the same to the salary cap. Mm. The thing about D Hop is, I don't think he's expecting like the big multi-year contract. True. This season. True. There's a good shot he's gonna sign a one-year small deal this season mm. to a team mm-hmm. because right now it's this late in the season. I mean, what are we two, three months away from uh, like actual training camp? Right. Yeah. Sure. I, I could I could see him coming in as like a because I mean let's be honest with the Cardinals everyone was expecting the Cardinals and him to be Super Bowl contenders and instead yeah. they never made the playoffs nope so I mean as of right now D Hop would be in a prove yourself deal mm-hmm. kind of thing which I mean a lot of receivers have done it I mean if you, if you remember um, when the Eagles signed Alshon Jeffrey a few years back mm-hmm. uh, when we actually won the Super Bowl. Uh, he signed a one-year deal when he first joined as a prove yourself. Right, and won the Super Bowl. Yeah. So I mean, that's I see that I see that being a thing with D Hop because he's a veteran. Mm. He knows that, you know, as of right now, if he wants to play on a team that's actually going to be in the playoffs or be a competing team, mm-hmm. he knows he might have to take that smaller deal right now, that will lead into the bigger one. But uh, yeah. Besides that, that's basically all the NFL news I really have right now. Because I mean, again, it's quiet currently. It's in that like, yeah, quiet part until until training camp begins and all that fun stuff of people getting injured in <laughs> you know the off season where it's like, oh well, that's there goes the dream of this season. Yeah, people underapproving and getting cut who you thought were good were going to be good, or your team just dropping a player because. They're just like, ah, they're not needed. And then that tip player goes on to another team and becomes a star. True. Seen that before. Yes, we have. I think it's time to hop in and uh, shoot some threes with some basketball news. This is, this is your new thing, isn't it? You, yeah, you, you know what? It is. It, it, it honestly is, and I'm, I'm I'm here for it. Okay, sure. Why not? <laughs> Thank you. Well, yeah, NBA. So last uh, last week we had commented and and told you all about the Nuggets' dominance over the Lakers and mm-hmm. the the Heat's dominance over Boston, and we said, well, surely we're going to see you next week with you know, Nuggets, Heat in the finals. And yes, that's what we have, but it almost wasn't. Uh, So Boston ended up coming back with a vengeance, almost doing what no team has ever done, and coming back from a 3-0 deficit against Miami. Um, So we have, obviously, after the three games here last week, we have game four. Narrow victory for Boston. Game five, 
three-point victory. No, not three-point. Thirteen-point victory for Boston. And then game six, one-point victory for Boston. And then Miami said, you know what? We're done with this. We're blowing you out. We're going to the NBA Finals. Can I just point out as well, that game seven was in Boston. It was. And it was Boston's worst performance. Yes. Uh, like that's that's something that that's gotta hurt in a way. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah, I actually had something for this that I forgot to to bring up. Um, hmm, I had it here. I thought I had it here. Maybe I didn't. Professional well, JT is doing. It was a meme of uh, a little girl looking away from a fire. Uh, you might know that meme. It's pretty iconic, and um. The burning building was Boston teams in TD Garden in Game 7, and then the little girl was Miami, or, yeah, Florida teams in TD Garden in Game 7. Just looking away from an absolute train wreck, barn fire, uh, that was Boston games. And so, obviously, going back to the Boston Bruins, having a terrible performance in Game 7 in TD Garden. And now... Boston Celtics having a similarly bad performance. Um, so, I mean, which, if we had seen a healthy Jason Tatum for the entire game, maybe things would have changed. But um, we didn't. He he tweaked his ankle or his knee or something, and he was kind of hobbling throughout the entire game. Um, and Jalen Brown did not come and help. He He was nowhere to be found in Game 7, and obviously... The Heat win 103 to 84. Just an absolute just burial of, of the Boston Celtics' hopes and dreams. Um, but now, I mean, you know, Nuggets versus a, a depleted Heat team, pretty much. The Nuggets have had all the time in the world to rest and recuperate and get their minds right. Um, I, I think they're going to be too much. I just think they're going to be way too mm. much for the Heat. Um, and I said four two last week. I'm probably thinking like a four one now. If and that's kind of being generous. That's, that's kind of crazy. So I think it's a straight four zero. It it could be. It really could be. Like, I mean, the Heat have done a really good job shocking everyone. Yes, and it's they've had like this nice little Cinderella story. But mm-hmm. I've seen someone on Twitter say, "You might as well just bet your house on the Nuggets because it's the Nuggets are just they're they're." Too strong, too powerful. Yeah. The Heat showed too much weakness in that Boston series. Mm-hmm. And everyone, I've seen a lot of people even saying that if this is looking like the Nuggets are just going to run away with it pretty easily. I agree. I agree. Um, I think I reported on a possible Kyrie trade last week. Um, to the Lakers, which is possible. Mm. Um, there's also a whole bunch of other trade rumors going around for Kyrie. So who knows where he's going to end up? I don't think he's going to end up in, in, you know, Dallas again. They did not have a good time when he went there. And I think there was just a lot of bad, bad blood in that locker room. So um, more news on him and obviously all of the NBA craziness offseason but first we got to get through the finals which begin on june 1st um in two days from now so 
uh, as this episode airs, the that'll be game one of the uh, NBA Finals. So, so Friday, thurs- Thursday, is it? Yes. Oh yeah, today's Tuesday. Yeah, yep. right. right yeah. Right. Why did Why did I think today was Wednesday? Well, apparently well, we do the podcast just... every day, so you know time is a anomaly. Well. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's all the NBA news that I really have. Um, you know, just we're getting to the end here, so. Hopefully, there's something to talk about with the Nuggets and the Heat. Maybe the Heat can pull it off. Who knows? Um, Find that out next week in the NBA segment. Allender, I think it's time for a cross crease right into NHL. Oh, okay. See what you did there. Yeah, you got hey. me with my own. Gotcha. Okay, a little cross crease <laughs> action. Cross crease, yeah. But not against the Bruins because they'll let it in. <laughs> That's just soon for for. Uh, it's way too soon. Too soon for Bruins fans. Too soon for me, and I said it. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, without further ado, here, uh, Dallas had a bit of a fight. Um, since we last talked, uh, yes. when we last first talked, it was both teams were three zero three zero at the time. Uh, obviously, Florida Panthers completed the four uh, zero with what I call the craziest ending I think I could have ever seen. Yeah, uh, with, with three minutes left, um, the Carolina Hurricanes score the tying goal in the third period. At this point, a lot of Florida fans are like, "Whoa." Well, that wasn't supposed to happen. Uh, I think it was like 52 seconds. Mm. Carolina trips a Panther player to, to let them have a power play with under a minute left. With four, I believe it was 4.2 seconds left. To Chuck takes a shot and scores to put the Panthers in the lead, which ends up being the win. Wow. Craziest turn of events I've ever seen in my life, but right now, to Chuck, he's he's winning the consmite. Hey, one might call that that's a scripted win. Yeah, well, yeah. The, the thing with hockey is, I feel like hockey would be the hardest sport to script. True, because that puck. Does some weird movements that I don't think any human being can control. That's very true. Like I said, I've watched a puck hit someone in the butt and bounce left perfectly right into the net. <laughs> and I'll tell you right now, I guarantee you, they could do that shot about a hundred times. It would never do the same thing. Right, right. It needs to become a designed play. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, and then we had, you know, Vegas was up three zero. Mm-hmm. Uh. Dallas came back to win the next two games, taking it to a game six where it went back to Dallas. And in front of their home crowds, the home crowd, I mean, uh, they decided to have the most embarrassing game of their lives, losing 6 nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I was a Dallas fan, I would be so disappointed that my team was fighting back. Decided to come back home and then get eliminated at home in such a ugly fashion mm-hmm. there was no heart and there was no fight in that dallas team in game six so now we get 
Vegas versus the Florida Panthers in the Stanley Cup Finals. There will be a new Stanley Cup champion this year. Both these teams have never won the Cup. Mm. Love to see that. Vegas, a team who was only created a few years ago. Florida, who's been around for a while. They've been to the Finals before. Mm-hmm. I think the last time they were in the Stanley Cup Finals was 1995, I believe. Mm. In which they lost. Right. But now, against Vegas, honestly, Vegas has a good, strong team. But I think with the heart and the fight that this Florida Panthers team has shown, I think they're going to do the opposite of what's going to happen in the Miami situation in NBA. Mm-hmm. I think the Florida Panthers beat the Golden Knights. I think we see the Florida Panthers finally win their first championship. Just because looking at the way they've gone, they've only gotten better since beating Boston. Not wrong. I mean, 4-3 to a 4-1 to a 4-0. Bobrovsky's getting better and better. I mean, Bobrovsky made a save where it was on the goal line and his toe just hits the puck away. Mm-hmm. The Bobrovsky's starting to feel way too good. I, I think at this point, a lot of people are going for Florida just because it's the... I mean, I just want to point out, 48 hours before the playoffs, the Panthers didn't even know if they were in. Right. They literally make it on the last day of the regular season, and they're in the Stanley Cup final. This is why I love hockey, though, because expect the unexpected is what NHL is known for. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see what I think, as of right now, is Florida Panthers in six. Mm. That, that's, that's my prediction on that whole situation. Um, I think Vegas... Wins two at home because their crowd is just a little too wild. Mm. In fact, I could see Vegas starting the series off two and zero. Oh, and like making a lot of people think, "Oh, Vegas is unstoppable," and then it goes back to Florida, in which the Panthers' home crowd just gets them right back into it. Right, and then I think once the Florida Panthers get that rhythm and feel out how to beat Vegas, I guess when they 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 win, it'll be the same thing that they did with. Boston, where once once their forwards and stuff learn how to score against a certain team, mm-hmm. they strike and they don't miss. Especially right. to Chuck. To Chuck, as of right now, I want to say he's close to like twenty goals in the playoffs. Oh my! I mean, he's he's scored multiple like every single overtime game that the Panthers have had this season mm-hmm. or in the playoffs has the game winner coming from to Chuck so far. Wow. Uh, so he's he's been a really big star for them. Um, Carolina tried to have a dirty play and take him out of the game at one point, mm. but that didn't work for him. Uh, yeah, yeah. Brent Burns take a uh, crotch shot with a stick. Oh, at one point in that series, which is why, honestly, I'm happy that the Panthers followed Carolina after that. Right. Uh, there's a reason why I never liked Brent Burns even when he played for the San Jose Sharks. Mm. He's always been a dirty type player. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that 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 that'll be exciting. Um, I do know that there's some coaching changes here as uh, Carberry has been hired as the Capitals coach. Okay, and the uh, Predators have fired their uh, their head coach of the four seasons. So that's uh, the Predators will be looking for a new coach. Mm-hmm. 
I think this is the first year in a long time that the uh, the Predators haven't made the playoffs. Huh. So I feel like I always see Nashville always in the playoffs. So it's kind of weird seeing Nashville not. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, luckily, like I said, we get to have a new champion. Um, good luck to both teams. Mm-hmm. Um, I got, I got that, Golden uh, Knights in seven. Ooh. Ooh. See, the reason why I don't think Vegas does it is because Vegas doesn't have a legit goalie. Yeah. Their goalies are kind of like... At least, I, like, if I, remember, I don't even know the name of the goalie of Vegas. Mm. I know they have... They have Jonathan Quick, the LA Kings, like, Stanley Cup champion goalie. Yep. On the bench. But he's been not so good recently. Hmm. Uh, and that's the reason why I have... Um, Florida, just because I feel Bobrovsky is just feeling himself. Mm-hmm. And him being the star goalie that he has been in his career, I think Bobrovsky finally gets the cup that he deserves. Mm. Yeah. That's all the NHL news, though. Time to throw a splitter right into the baseball. Splitter? Yeah. Man, that's took you by surprise there. Yeah, that's I went a for dirty it. pitch. It, well, you know. Had to surprise you. Yeah, that you did. Uh, yes. So, baseball. Um, haven't really paid much attention to baseball this week, uh, unfortunately. But uh, there's not too much to, to talk about. I mean, most of the standings are the same. Um, so the teams have just been kind of cruising. I mean, I mean, the AL is completely the same. Um, no, no change in any of the things there. I'll actually uh, bring it up here. Uh, I've got a little side-by-side comparison. Oh, you can't see that. That's great. Um, I had a little side-by-side comparison. I guess I'll have to. Uh-huh. Uh, I guess I'll have to go full screen for this one. There we go. Um, <clears throat> I thought I just had my full screen up, but I don't. Anyway, so in the AL, we have uh, to... Our teams suck. Well, but they don't because they're over 500. But look at the wild card. We're we're actually, we've dropped. A little bit, a little bit. But uh, so last week at this time, I mean, yeah, everything is, is the same. Tampa Bay, Baltimore, Yankees, Boston, Toronto. In the Central, Minnesota, Detroit, Cleveland, White Sox, Kansas City. In the West, Texas, Houston, Angels, Seattle, Oakland. That is all the exact same. Um, so that means that the conference is the exact same. Um, in the NL East, um, well, in the NL, things have changed. I don't think the East has changed. Let me see here. Oh, actually, Miami overtook the Mets um by a game so they're flip-flopping back and forth Ooh. um with philly and washington south down below. florida's on the rise for some reason they're i don't on. know what's in the water what's on the what's in the water in south florida these days someone's got to investigate i have no idea but like heat heat panthers yeah. now marlins like yeah. w- w- what's going on here the atlanta is is still top in that division of course um 57 run differential for them they are still putting on an offensive clinic love that uh, yeah, in the NL Central, 
We do have a bit of a of a mix up here. Last week we had Cincinnati down in the Ooh. last spot, and today oh. they are third in the NL Central. Did that happen? They went on a crazy win streak, and by crazy I mean four games. Well, not four games. They have a three win three game win streak. They went four and one this past week. So good for them to take third place, but that division is still very very tight. Um, Milwaukee and Pittsburgh still in the top two spots with the Cubs and St. Louis down below St. Louis back down in last place. Um, just when they were having that really good week last week and people were thinking, can they turn it around? Um, it still is to be determined. So NL West last week, uh, we had Dodgers, Arizona, San Francisco, San Diego, Colorado this week. It's the same, nothing going on there. Um, so let's take a look at the NL conference or the league, the national league, see what Cincinnati did. Um, so they're above well, San Diego the, now above, above Colorado a little bit down there though, but they did, they did move up a bit. They did. Yeah. Chicago Cubs and St. Louis just stayed down there. I, I'm not sure where they were last week. Let's take a look. Hopefully this continues to be the same day it is okay good let's see yeah uh yeah cincinnati was second to last and now they are six to last so big right. big improvement for them they're big approaching them yeah they're approaching that wild card and uh if they continue so, this and have a good month of june then they're really in there for a fighting chance at that wild card probably you know i gotta say the team that i'm slightly or not slightly but the team that i'm Suddenly, a little sad about is Pittsburgh. They had yep. a good start. Great, they look start. Like they're dropping. Yeah, they're now below five hundred, right in the middle of the pack. There, mm. um, yeah, they got figured out, I guess, because mm. they were having their very way quickly. with teams. Yeah, very quickly. Um, and I mean, it's kind of like a flip flop between Pittsburgh and and L.A. I mean, L.A. was mm. in the middle of the pack in the beginning of the season, and now they're number one. Right back to their old ways. Yeah, yep. right neck and neck with Atlanta. Arizona's still up here, still fighting, battling. Uh, you know, eight games above five hundred. Um, Arizona's my biggest like surprise this season. They are the biggest surprise team. Um, they they've been having some good talent the past couple of years, but they haven't really been able to put the pieces together. And uh, this year seems like they're starting to put those pieces together. So, uh, see how they go in the upcoming uh weeks and months to come. So actually. My biggest surprise actually is Baltimore, I gotta say. Well, yeah, true. That's very That's, true. I don't know why, but in my head, I had Baltimore last in the East in yep. the AL. Mm-hmm. And somehow they're second in the AL East. They're not that far off of uh, Tampa. Right. Uh, I mean, they're winning games against the Yankees. They're, uh, like, they're pulling off wins that I wasn't expecting them to this season. At this point, if they continue this on the rest of the season, Baltimore could be that surprise team that actually like make a deep makes run. it to the make it to the World Series even. Right? They maybe. I mean, they've so, I mean, got a stacked a stacked American League. Um, for once, I mean, yeah, the American mm. League seems to be the the top dog in baseball again. I'm looking forward to the All Star Game actually because if it, mm. I mean, if the American League continues to just slug and you know, play the way the American League is playing, then it shouldn't even be a contest between the American League and the National League. Um, 
National League have been on quite a bit of a, you know, up and come up. Because I mean, the the person, the, the team in fourth place in the in the NL, Milwaukee, is twenty eight and twenty five. In the American League, twenty eight and twenty six is Toronto, and they're sitting tenth. At the same time, there's a lot of star batters and stuff like that on the NL side. There are, oh, for sure, there are. But I think there's a lot more, like, positional, like, because I mean, you you, you got to think with with the new rules. I mean, the the shift is no longer a thing, yeah. so you're getting some more hits. Um, the pitch clock, I mean, honestly, hasn't really changed. To I mean, it has changed the game a lot, but mm. uh, I don't think. The good pitchers have adapted, and the bad pitchers haven't. Um, but I don't really think... I mean, maybe Baltimore is just better with this pitch clock. Who knows? Or maybe they're just better with the... Because they've been, they've been a speedy team for a while. Um, but it didn't really matter when, you know, the pitcher could just hold you there on first for forever. And now we're seeing, you know, record high numbers for steals um, because of the new rules. So maybe Baltimore just likes this quick pace... Uh, offense, bunch of young guys. Uh, yeah, so good stuff. And that's all I really have for the for the roundup of the Major League Baseball. With the Major League Baseball out of the way, let's try to get through this NRL segment. Highlander? You know, I was hoping for a better one there, but we'll that's, take the simple try. That's we'll, the first we'll one that came to my mind, so I'm sorry, we'll, but I'm we'll not. Take, we'll take the try as the the, uh, the pun mean, in, into it. I mean, it's it's the most you know, it's the most I don't know. It's, it's, it's the most it's, it's the I can't speak. It's the most noticeable <laughs> and like thing. Anyway, we have Regal again today. Hello, Regal. How are you doing? You know, love what? to let's see you. Let's put him on the spot immediately. Oh, Regal. Hold on. After that terrible attempt, I don't know if I want to be here. <laughs> well, no, Regal. Too late. That's what I'm no. saying. You're here. Regal, you need to redeem this. You need to redeem this, Regal. Uh, what, what would your segue be? What was your segue? <laughs> on the spot. I didn't... See. <laughs> Nah, I hate you guys. I um, also okay. Was, Regal's I was gone. Early in the morning. Goodbye. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say let's scrum on through to the NRL. Ooh, that would have been a good one. Actually, I was gonna say that, but I, I thought it would be too. Because I mean, in the NRL, you don't really have scrums, like true you scrums. Really scrums there, you know, so right. I, I didn't think well, it was gonna no, be a thing. There, there is. A, there's too to many scrums, scrums out the years. Yeah, there's too many scrums. Problem a ton. There's too many. And the, but it, it's they, just, they just you, you just get the ball immediately. Pointless. There's no there's no yeah, physicality. One is too actually. They, in all fairness, out of all out of the time that I've watched the NRL, there have been two two times that the opposite team actually gets the ball on a scrum. Oh, I was going to say the same thing. Like there's, uh, it's pretty rare, but it does happen. Okay, I've only seen it a handful of times myself. I think it was I think Penrith was one of the teams that actually did that, where like they um got the ball against the other Might team doing a scrum, huh? And it was like. And it was like, wow. I know Melbourne was one just a couple yeah. weeks ago. Yeah, and it was like, why don't more teams try to do this? What is, what's going on here? All right. Well, with that terrible segue out of the way, uh, mm-hmm. Regal, how's it going, buddy? Haven't seen you in a long time. Uh, you've been working like crazy, like a madman the last couple of weeks. Uh, how did you enjoy um, 
you know, the the NRL games that you went to. You went to quite a bit during um Magic Round, right? Magic so. Round. Magic Round. <laughs> I uh, I was going to, and oh. then I was sick for the entire time. Oh. So uh, we went on the first day <laughs> to the first two games. We left early on the first two games mm. because I was feeling absolutely horrible. And then, uh, yeah, we didn't go the other two days because of that. Ah, well. So I watched them all from my bed. <laughs> That's why when you asked that question, I started laughing. I was like, well, there's a story to all this. <laughs> all right. Well, I yeah. do recall hearing that you were sick. So I, I, yeah, I was sick. I was very sick. It's been so long, you know, that you know, yeah. I was very, very sick, and then I was working every day, and now I'm finally here. Yes. Shockingly, it the turf did hold up, believe it or not. It, well, yeah, good. I think it did a lot better than everybody was expecting, including yeah. myself. It was still bad though. Like by mm. by the end of the by the end of the week, it was um, it was pretty rough. Okay, but that I think that's what I was expecting week as well. Yeah, same. Like it, yeah, I was um, expecting that right. to be like holes everywhere. It to just be like uh, atrocious, and yeah, it was actually not bad. I mean, even watching the first game, like we, we yeah, I think it was the Bulldogs. I don't remember who they were versing, but like you, you so could long. see, like at yeah at, at the start, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you could see them like slipping and sliding and digging holes in the ground, and we're like, mm. this turf is not going to hold up <laughs> till yeah. the end of Sunday. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, they did all right. They had people out there at like intervals going out and like stamping the ground and like fixing it up and stuff yeah yeah well so like in really doing this. not to dwell too much on the past because uh you know we highlander and i did a nice little recap of, of those three weeks that we were gone um highlander did a nice job last week reca- recapping the origin round um so now we are we are or, or, no, 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 not no, origin, origin round but the origin starts this wednesday the origin games today. tonight tonight Okay. That's true. Yeah. That's right. Actually, yeah. You know what? Good point. Well, hours from now. It'll yeah. be in the morning for us at six a.m. Uh, for those on the east coast of the U.S. Yes. So, uh, Regal, what are you looking forward to with the Origin games kicking off tonight? Uh, I'm looking forward to New South Wales winning. Oh, you see, I I had them winning until these injuries all popped up. Hmm. Here's here's the th- so there was a bit of a scare. Um, the Blues lost Latrell, uh, mm. which losing a center is not too bad, but it is Latrell, right? Latrell, like he's yeah. arguably the most explosive player on that team. Mm. Anyway, they there's there were scares for Nathan Cleary because he had mm. like a tooth infection or something, but apparently he's mm. good to play now. And Payne Haas had a calf injury or something, but he's also been he's expected to play. I don't think he's necessarily cleared. I don't think it was that serious of an injury. Mm. So realistically, the only person we've lost is um, Latrell. But again, that's a pretty big loss. So mm. I was, I kind of agree with you before. I think the blues were pretty decently favorites. Like I, I don't think very many people would um, like counter that argument. Now I think it's a lot more even. I think it could it's mm-hmm. a genuine like 50-50 game. I I honestly before some of these like things came out with uh, some of these like scares, I had New South Wales just absolutely pounding Queensland. Mm-hmm. Yep. Cuz uh, just yep. look at look at the team list. I'm like I mean, how how do you really even try to say that this isn't going to be an easy 3-0 for the Blues? Yeah, and then all of a sudden, all these scares started happening. I'm like, well, you know, this is starting to even nods a little bit. But and even with that said, though, like I think originally the matchup was going to be um, Latrell and 
Josh Adokar on the one side mm. and then Turbo and Toro on the other side. Oh, that would have been um, a nasty side, though. It would have been insane. And then like Latrada uh, Adokar would have been beautiful. Oh, well, I mean, even Turbo Adokar. If, if yeah. Turbo plays like he did two weeks ago in that game before his buy round, where he's oh, three yeah. tries, uh, he, he will be the best player on that team and, and Queen Summer oh, and Santa yeah. Chance. But he's only done that once this season. Mm. So if he keeps up that form, great. If he doesn't, uh, yeah, it, it, it's going to be a, a lot of how successful the Blues are is going to be how Turbo plays. Um, with that said, the other side, Crichton and Toto, they're both, obviously, they're on the same side of Penrith. So they've got that sort of bond. And they're going up against uh, Val Holmes and Selen Cobo. I think that, like, Turbo and Adokar against Hammer and uh, Tuolagi, Turbo and Adokar win that nine times out of ten, in my opinion. And then, yeah, the other side, side. other side, I give Cabo and um, Valentin Holmes the... uh, Well, that's that's my thing, right? The way that I see it is that in terms of the winger comparison, I think Toto is a much better winger than Cabo. He he just, he just, just, always has been much better. Cabo's just bigger and can just do he's yeah he's taller but Toro's mm. built like a yeah i'm not gonna say what he's built like but he's he's big um mm. and then so realistically like i think Toro wins that but then when it comes to the centers val holmes against Crichton, val holmes is arguably one of the best centers in the game possibly no, the best center in the game this, i want to get your opinion on this i've seen some people talk about this on mm-hmm. twitter and stuff uh saying they don't know how Stephen Crichton got the replacement for Latrell when they feel like there's other better centers that should have gotten it over Crichton. Uh, well, given... Yeah, I don't know. I know that Turbo's original job was going to be... Uh, he, he, sorry, his, he wasn't even on the team originally. I think it was meant to be um, Latrell and, and Campbell Graham, mm-hmm. which would have been amazing. Oh. Uh, and then Kimball Graham suffered his injury, so Turbo took his spot, and now Latrell was out. So I guess, yeah, Crichton... I think Crichton took the job because he was 18th man. Hmm. Um, so he automatically filled that spot. Personally, if I was Brad Fiddler, I would be putting Matt Burton uh, at center over Crichton. But uh, for my fantasy team, I'm glad he didn't do that. <laughs> uh, although both people are on my fantasy team, I would much rather have Burton stay safe than, than Crichton. Yeah, um, a lot of people but, have said, though, that Crichton just hasn't lived up to greatness this season. I think the, the, the two reasons that I would say is because, A, he was 18th man already, so mm. it kind of makes, makes sense. sense. And B, because it's on Toro's side, and they've got that yeah, chemistry. They like, they like putting that um, Panther chemistry on the Blues, mm-hmm. I noticed. Yeah. There, there has been some rumors that Nico Hines is going to end up playing some hooker um, mm. tonight, which... Uh, would explain why he's 17 and not six. A lot of people that would be game. so. That would mean if Coruscant starts flopping, they would just they bring, bring in Hines, and that's which that's a have, scary thought. Yeah, if they have Hines and Cleary in the field, let alone Hines, Cleary, and Luai, yeah, that, yeah, you know what? You know what? In fact, I'm surprised they didn't just put Hines on the field for something. Like, I would, even though like Hines isn't that big of a man. I kind of would have put him in the center position in a way to replace Latrell. I thought they might consider doing something like that, just given how good of a season he's had this year and mm-hmm. how good he was last year as well. Like he's definitely earned an origin spot. Being oh, seventeen is kind of an insult. Even actually having I mean, Cameron Murray he, on the interchange is an insult too. I just want to point out, um, Nico Hines won the Dally M last year. Did 
And he's in a and, position to win it again this year, too. That's what I mean. And he's on the bench for the Blues. Yeah. Like, the, Which, again, the fantasy that, team, thank you. Brad the thought, though, that, that Luai is even over Hines blows my mind. Because, I mean, if I'm running the Blues, I'm having Cleary and Hines. Mm-hmm. To me, that'd be the most terrifying half you could have. I, I 100% agree with that as a thought, but I think as a practice, putting two players that haven't played with each other like that, like it's a bit different with uh, Cherry Evans and Munster because they've played dozens of Origin campaigns together now. Like yeah. not even not not necessarily starting half. I forgot but, about know. Munster and Cherry Evans. Yeah, that's a deadly combination on that side too, as, as well as Ben Hunt in the middle. Like they 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 do have a very good team this year, and they they've got players. Outside of Selwyn Cobra, every single player on that team has been performing this year. Like Patrick Carrigan, arguably the best best career, uh, best year of his career so far. Uh, Reese Walsh. Walsh is obvious, yeah. I mean, I think um, I can't wait to see how he does with this being his first origin and finally getting selected for it. Mm. You know, the way he plays hard as it is with the Broncos, knowing that origin, you know, you pick up the pace a little bit more. Yeah. I can't wait to see what he's going to do in origin. I mean, I hope he doesn't choke on the main stage. That, yeah, that would nothing would be more embarrassing. That would be such a shame, wouldn't nothing it? would be more embarrassing if he gets his first moment to do it, and he just absolutely flops. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I am glad that we've got Tedesco back there. Uh, like Walsh is great, but him it being a who, first Origin campaign, I can't help but feel a little scared for him. Who would replace him if he flopped? Like, say, like he did terrible. Who would? Come in for him at as like number okay. two, Kalen Bonger. Oh, uh, see, not obviously in this game, but next game. That's what I mean. Like, and then that problem is with Origin being so rough. You might as well be t- the Knights might as well say to their fans, "Well, Ponga won't be back this season." Yeah. Well, speaking of the the ladder and and the matches that were played, real quick, final score of the Origin games, Regal. Final score. Prediction? Yeah. Who who, who uh, takes it? How many games? Well, like, the, do like, you mean the game? Yeah. Or do you mean over the series? Like, yeah, the, the series, the total series, the the total series. Like, like who wins? Three zero, two one. Who oh, who wins? Uh, it's pretty pretty rare. Uh, I I think that if anything was was rigged in the NRL, it's Origin. Ah. Um, I, I I'll say the Blues this year, and I'm going to say two one because it is very very rare. It's mm-hmm. only happened a couple times in the last like 10, 15 years that a team two O's before mm-hmm. the series, uh, the, the game three. Yeah. Um, and I think that like, and I say like, it's kind of hard to say like, oh, you know, if anything's rigged, it's just because it happens so consistently mm-hmm. where one team, like I mean, one team wins each game before the decider. There um, was some very sus things in last year. A couple of times. Yeah. It's, it's just such a, like wasn't game there, three is just such a huge money grab if it's actually worth something. If it's not worth anything, there true. A moment last year in like game two. I think it was game two that the Maroons won, or was it the Blues? It was uh, one of those one of them. I just remember someone went to do like a offload and just threw it to nobody, and a blues player just picked it up, or whatever player it was, picked it up and scored a try, mm. which like gave them the win. And it was just a the weird blues, like blues won forty four to twelve. In game two last year, Dang. okay, so it wasn't it wasn't that game. Uh, there's, game there's one some... was 
10 to 16 in favor of Maroons. Was it that game where there was a weird, like, pass? There was some, I remember there was one game where you were flipping because there's a weird, like, pass that happened and, like, it was just a weird try. And it was like, well, that just seemed, seemed weird. a bit off. Yeah. Like, that didn't seem like that would happen with these all stars of players making that kind of weird thing to a pass to nobody. Yeah. I, I, Doubt it had been the second game just because that was an actual Yeah, that was a high score. Yeah. Maybe the first game, uh, Val Holmes is trying 53rd minute, but like the the game three, that 22 to 12, like I remember that game very vividly where uh, it was 16 to 12. Um, Mm. And then Blues are on the attack. Cleary goes to kick to himself. He does a little chip kick. Ben Hunt just snags it out of the air and then runs 70 meters for a try. Mm. I do remember you also leaving the Discord at that moment. I was furious. Well, <laughs> let's just say, let's just say, Javin and I were cheering, and Regal was out of that Discord call at that moment. <laughs> all all I, we heard was boom. At the time, I was livid that they did that. Like they had so many better options to do. Mm. But looking back on it now, that you know, I calmed down, and that it's a year later, that moment is very, very cool. Yeah, to look at, like Ben Hunt snagging that ball, and it's like. I don't. It might not seem as much to you guys, but uh, a couple of years ago, I think it was 20, 2015, um, huge grand final, Cowboys versus Broncos, you know, battle for Queensland, um, and obviously battle for the premiership. And Ben Hunt at the time was halfback for the Broncos, very famously lost them the game. Um, mm. it, the uh, Cowboys scored a try in the last second of the game to tie the game. Uh, if the, if Jonathan Thurston kicked the, field, the kicked the conversion, they won. He missed it. Uh, Bron- uh, sorry, Cowboys kick to the Broncos. Ben Hunt tries to grab the ball, drops it Ooh. at Suncorp Stadium. At Suncorp mm. Stadium. Oh wow! Or or it might not have been at Suncorp Stadium, but uh, no, no, at the time it must have been at uh, ANZ. But anyway, regardless, for Brisbane fans, he literally lost them the premiership. Right. And then uh, game three last year, he was the winning factor. Like he snagged that ball out of the air, ran 70 meters, scored the try in front of the Brisbane crowd at Suncorp Stadium. Mm-hmm. It was like his redemption arc. Um, so as much as I'm a New South Wales fan, that moment, as a Broncos fan, that moment is just beautiful. It is the best. It's, it, it was possibly the best way looking back that we could have lost that game. Mm. Love to see a bit of redemption. See, I I have the Blues two one. Um, I have the Maroons winning game one because I just I feel like it. It just kind of the way it's looking. It's just looking like it's set up almost in a weird way for Queensland to have the better team in game one. Mm-hmm. Even though, yeah, they they are gonna have Cleary still and all that because a lot of that stuff is actually not full injuries. I just see Queensland winning game one, and then I see game two, the Blues having uh, players back who aren't injured, and two and three they'll have like full power structure. Mm. Gotcha. That's fair. Um, I yeah, I see Blues winning two two one, but I hope Blues win tonight. I would love for Blues to win two two nil. Mm. Oh, well, through one, like they win the first two games and lose right. the third one. Right. Um, but like, obviously, I'm going for the Blues tonight, so I want them to win. So I'm going to say Blues 2 1 and they win tonight. Gotcha. Is it true that the first game is in Adelaide? 
It is. It's at That's weird. Because usually, last time I remember they did it Sydney first. Mm-hmm. No, was it Brisbane yeah, first? No, no they did. They did Sydney first. Yeah, it was Sydney, uh, then Perth, then uh, Brisbane. Yep, I remember which, that. And now they've kind of swapped it. Now it's Adelaide mm-hmm. first, which is like a no man's land, like Perth was, but for the second game, mm-hmm. Brisbane second. So, and then uh, Sydney gets the decider. Uh, um, oh, which I think it's silly. Sydney's having a really fun time. They get they get the origin finale in game three, and they get the uh, grand championship. Look at that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. Yet they really want uh, Magic Ground as well. <laughs> they, like I said, if, if they ever do that, they have to swap, in my opinion. Like, the, yeah. the, the, to me, the, the grand championship has to be in Brisbane then. Yeah, I agree. So I, I just think it makes so much more sense for game one and two, one game in Brisbane, one game in Sydney, and then game three to be at a no man's land, be it yeah. Adelaide. Or it, that way, especially because if it's a tie series, like one, one, yeah. then you're giving both teams no home field advantage. Yeah. yeah. It's like, all right, battle it out. Good luck. Yeah. Yeah. I just think it makes sense, but uh, that's the system that they, they do. It is what it is. No. Yeah. So uh, with round 13 being very, you know, short, not many matches being played. I've got you guys five minute timer to go over the matches and to discuss the upcoming matches as well. Can you guys see the control room? Because that's where the timer is going to be for your own reference. All right. Well, the perfect thing about this is uh, Regal can take this one away because I did not really watch much of this week's NRL. Okay. So I actually also only watched one game but oh, let's do a quick recap all right sure quick yeah. recap five minutes is on the clock and uh let's go for it regal dragons are terrible uh cowboys had half their team oh. and Parramatta had their full team uh warriors <laughs> had a bunch of pitch invaders and didn't deserve to win anyway because uh new zealand sucks uh rabbitos were out half their players uh and so the bunnies won and sea eagles uh were out turbo and cherry evans which is basically just a loss for them and the knights mm-hmm. suck so, but so did Manly. So, all right, that's round thirteen <laughs> recaps. <laughs> you said the bunnies won, but Canberra won. Uh, oh yeah, sorry, Cam- <laughs> Cam- Canberra. Okay, so talk about the upcoming bunnies matches. Should have lost. What's interesting in these upcoming matches? You still have four minutes, nineteen no, seconds. Honestly, <laughs> Tiger, this Tigers Raiders game should be a good game. Actually, believe it or not. Um, yeah, I think Tigers win it. Uh, just because I feel like the Tigers are the one team that hasn't lost that many players to origin. I agree, although the Raiders have only lost Hudson Young. Um, so, and Raiders are weirdly winning a lot of games. I think the Tigers can win this game, especially See, although, uh, the Tigers aren't the, the Tigers are on the winning streak still. I mean, they, it's going to be, like I said, this game I think is going to be one of those games that actually... They've Ends won the three of their last four. They won the last game. They lost the game before that. Okay. Um, but yeah, I think I think that could be a good game if Tigers show up. I just want to see if Appy is named to start, so he's named to back up after Origin. Hopefully, he does. Um, if he does, that'll be a much more interesting game for sure. Fifty uh, fifty for me. Tigers could win it. Raiders probably will. Okay. I hate to say this, but I I think the Warriors over the Dolphins. That's my Thing there. Just because the Dolphins have a couple of people in origin where they lost the hammer, I think the Warriors win it because of that. 
Yeah, Gilbert and Hammer are both not mm-hmm. named, so they won't play. So yeah, Warriors mm-hmm. probably win that. Especially because it's it's also in New Zealand. Warriors don't really lose many games in New Zealand as it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Titans bunnies. Um, apparently they have the bunnies as the favorite here. I think that this could be another game the bunnies lose. Uh, yeah, it could be. I mean, they've they're only at Latrell this time. They've got they should have Cameron Murray back. That's right. I forgot that. Yeah, because they did. I I also noticed that they um dropped uh, Cheekum to the uh, bench now after his mess up last week against the Raiders. Apparently he knocked it on a couple of times, and yet he uh, lost his job because of it. Mm. They also they're starting Richard Kennel, which is the guy from last year that you really liked Apex. Oh, starting is that who he is? Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I seen that, that he was starting, and I was like, I've never heard of him before, but okay. Yeah, that was that guy from last year, and they're they're bringing they've got Colin Matungi back as well. He's in the starting. Love third. that. Um, Arrow on the bench, Shaq Mitchell on the bench, Cheekam. Yeah. Oh, Shaq Mitchell's back too. Okay. Back. He was back last week as well. Um, Fantastic. Uh oh. Ah, oh, because Kieran Foran now Jaden Campbell's playing six, so they've got a mm. rookie uh, fullback. Yeah, I think Bunnies mm. to win. Okay, mm. uh, I think both teams have a couple players out. Bunnies, Bunnies win that for sure. Yeah, Sharks Broncos minute thirty. Oh Jesus, okay. <laughs> Sharks Broncos uh, should um, be a very good game. Should be a very good game. Uh, because of Adam Reynolds still being on the Broncos, I think Broncos win it. Very 50-50, uh, honestly. And, either. I, and I know I remember reading saying that uh, some of the players from Origin might still play in this game because it's a couple of days after. So yes. if, if that does happen, Broncos win. Mm-hmm. I think all of the, all of the t- players are named. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's 50-50. I'll, put, I'll go Broncos as well. I'm going Bulldogs over Roosters. I'm also going Bulldogs over Roosters. Just uh, because... Roosters can win that. They've got Marnie yeah. back at, at six. But just, um, the Roosters are just... WH back. They just haven't been playing to... My like or anyone's expectations, Bulldogs. Uh, Assuming uh, everybody in the Bulldogs backs up, including like Adderkar, yeah, Bulldogs should could win that. Uh, uh, Cowboys, Storm. Storm. I have Storm. Storm. Yeah. yeah, Cowboys uh, just not very good this year. And then Panthers, Panthers over Dragons. Panthers, Dragons. Yeah, that's not even. Oh, well, that's it. That's, that's not even. Competition. That's not even like a really competition. That's just Panthers. Panthers yep. and Dragons. Just Panthers. Okay, you guys finished yep. with twenty-seven seconds on the clock. Fantastic job, guys. Give us, give us an, uh, a, you know, a time limit, an ultimatum there, and uh, we'll we'll make sure we get it done. Yeah, yeah, you guys did really well there. Fantastic job. That's, that's not the first time Rigo and I have been timed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, fantastic. Um, let's see. What else? What else do we have? To, what, closing remarks for the NRL. Uh, what match are you most looking forward to in this slate of matches for the for the round fourteen? Uh, I think that Sharks Broncos game is hard mm. to hard to yeah. pass up on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that could be. I mean, could be a game. Mostly for me, I'd say just Origin. Honestly, um, true. The rest of the yeah. game, I'm, like again, it depends on if the players are actually going to come back and play after Origin, mm. uh, or if they're going to get rested. Because if if a lot of them are rested, then this week could be a very dull week, which is usually usually what happens during Origin. I, I know Regal can agree with me on that one. When when the players start getting arrested because of Origin and stuff like that, and like all the backups are out, and the NRL becomes like this weird league of I don't know what's going on. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. I can agree with that. Um, I think like 
based on last year, most players backed up. There were very, like, I went through and had a look, and there were very few that didn't. Basically, only ones that played on either Thursday or Friday, you know, like one or two day turnaround. Um, so I, I, I doubt there'll be very many players to pull out, but they, they sh- it wouldn't surprise me if there's some for sure. Because they've definitely done it before where they're like, you know what, just rest. Rugby League out of the way. Thank you so much, Regal, for joining us. Always appreciate your insight and your intake. Intake? I'm sticking to it. I'm sticking sticking to it. I I think I did that once before. I'm pretty sure I did that once before. And you you corrected me the exact same way. So, uh, intake, input, same Mm. thing. Uh, (laughs) Were you going to say something to Regal? I think you were. I'm not sure. No, no, I was just going to say, uh, this is how you do a segue, by the way. Mm. Uh, now let's drop shot into some esports. Drop shot. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, you're you're still pretty limited to Call of Duty, but uh, you, you'll get there eventually. Not true. There's a couple other games you can drop shot. Fair. Fair. Anyway, Regal, thank you so much for joining us. Love you. See you next week, maybe. Maybe not. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> All right. Always a pleasure having Regal on the show. Um, what are you interested for in the, in the rugby for round 14? Let us know in the comments below, um, or just let us know some other way. Anyway, getting into the esports reports, um, mm. there was a very, very exciting weekend of call of duty that was played. The Not greatest, so much for you, though. no, the greatest <laughs> major we have seen in a long, I would say the greatest major we've seen since major two of last year. When the rocker four o no five o came back against phase, um, I would say this is the greatest um, yeah greatest tournament since then. Um, yeah, so let's get into it, shall we? Um, my pick for those of you who watched the <laughs> predictions video. Um, I had a very bold bracket, bold prediction. And I want to say that I was correct in the first round, the first matchup against the Florida Mutineers and Optic Texas. I called Florida winning. And that's where I'm going to leave it. Anyway, um, I had the breach winning it all. And unfortunately, they, they played two games and they got knocked out of the tournament. So unfortunate for me. But uh, at least I got the Florida pick right, and that's the one that I'm sticking with. Um, but anyway, ultimately, we saw the New York Subliners come away with it over Atlanta phase. Uh, four to three went to our first game seven of the year, uh, and, and it went the distance too. Um, so New York Subliners getting, a, getting knocked down to the loser's bracket in the very first game that they played against Toronto Ultra. The first team that we've seen all year to go through the entire winner losers bracket and win. We had the LA Thieves do it at Major Two. We had Optic do it at Major Three, but both of them fell short in the grand finals. This time around, though, Subliners they said we'll have our cake and eat it too, and we'll beat Atlanta Phase four to three. Um, so epic. Uh, you know, epic, you know, 
plays out of the subliners, um, and Hydra was a man on a mission. I mean, he was the greatest player in the venue the entire weekend. There was no question about it. He's the greatest player this entire major so far. Um, and that brings us to, you know, the question of who's going to be the MVP out of those two players on those two teams in the finals, Hydra or Abizi. The uh, the stats are very similar. Uh, Hydra, obviously, this year, two major wins, major one, major five. He has an MVP, which he just got in major five. He was the MVP of the major. Uh, they're in the third seed currently. We'll get to that later. His overall KD for the year is a 1.17, which is phenomenal, obviously, uh, especially lately in S&D. He's, he averaged like a 1.8 this major of, of S&D uh, KD. So absolutely insane. And then here's a BZ. He has a major win as well. They are the first seed uh, in, in the league. And uh, he had a 1.07 KD overall for the, for the year. 1.23 in S&D. Um, yeah, I mean, he's a BZ, you know? I mean, he, he does what he does. He's one of the best to ever do it, um, especially one of the best in the world right now. Um, and for me, I mean, maybe it's recency bias, but I don't know. I mean, Hydra has been that guy all year long for the subliners. And if I had a vote, which I guess I do, technically, because it's fan voting, but if I had a uh, like a very important vote you know if it was like the nba mvp situation i would go i would go hydra um before this major i would say a bz 100 but this major really showed what hydra is capable of when he is on a mission and he has just you know he he's going to go through you to get what he wants um yeah highlander who do you think is going to be the, the mvp between these two uh, honestly, uh, when exactly is this being announced? Is this after champs or is this before champs? This is before champs. So it's just a regular season MVP. So as of right now, See, these are the stats to go off of. Just because FaZe has had such a great season, like all along, I have to go Abizi. Abizi. I mean, New York only really did good in the first major and then major five. You're not wrong. The, the other ones, they've kind of struggled where... FaZe had a few close wins multiple times to where I, I, I feel like Abizi should get it. Mm-hmm. I mean, when Abizi is on, he is on. Yes. Whereas like Hydra is only on when the rest of his team around him is also on, it seems. Kind of. Like, if it came down to like, I need one of these guys to win a 1v1 or, you know, I. My foot just ran over by a truck or whatever. I'm picking a BZ. Right, right. I mean, funnily enough, uh, with that said, uh, the stat, the statistics for the subliners in this grand final wasn't very good. As you can see really? here, three out of the four players negative for the subliners, with a Hydra at a 1.23. Mm. And I mean, Kismet has a, has a 0.97, so he's practically even. But Parisa had a 0.72. And Skies has a point eight one. So I mean, those guys they had big moments for sure, and they definitely came through in like the search and destroys and and some control clutches. But other than that, they were just kind of spawning up and dying. And I mean, probably relaying important information for Hydra to just go and slay them. One hundred and thirty kills to one hundred and six deaths. It's just insane. Um, but yeah, so I mean, funnily enough, 
the team who's outslayed did not win. And I mean, even simp point nine nine, he's probably a, an even KD, you know. So that's 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 everyone on phase going even or better, and they're still losing. And mm-hmm. so that that just to me, it just shows how the subliners have different cod is. Yes, they they've really just elevated their game um, in the past major. I mean, because like you said, they were fantastic in major one. They were looking to just completely take the league by storm all year long, and then they fell off. And uh, I mean, Kismet had something to say about it uh, in this major. He was saying how he, he felt chained and leashed um, and, and like search and destroy mainly. And so they just kind of trusted him more a little bit, this major, it seems. And they took him off the leash a little bit. And, you know, Kismet being the bulldog, you know, the bulldog got loose and he did some damage. Oh. So, uh, yeah. So I thought that was really interesting how FaZe has the better KD and... I mean, I mean, looking at these these maps and modes. I mean, Atlanta wins the first hard point, so you know, easily. Atlanta actually wins both hard points. Yeah, they win both hard points. Oh no, no, they don't. New York won this one. I am blind. Um, anyway, yeah, so they win this first hard point, and they win the control, the first control, pretty easily. They win the second control as well, actually. So. Those are definitely the game modes that they were outslaying the subliners pretty heavily in because you can only get so many kills in Search and Destroy. Um, and yeah, so I mean, it, it just Search and Destroy wins championships. It's always been said, it's always been a thing. And the subliners proved it. I mean, they, especially against Atlanta, who at one point in time like, this year, the best, the best uh, SD team this yes, season, they, they had like 18 map wins earlier in, mm-hmm. in the season uh, for SD. I was going to say, even. Even with their hot start, I think even with them slowing down, I think yep. they still were the best S and D team. They're still one of the best S and D teams yeah. for sure. And and you come in and you take every it, single every search one, and yeah. destroy. And I mean, especially this one, this search and destroy in in game six, yeah that's six five was yeah huge. game five they were down five to two, mm-hmm. and they came back to win six to five. I mean, it's, I mean, kudos to Atlanta for coming back and and winning the next control to force game seven, but. I mean, search and destroy. I mean, the, the last map, especially New York, just they were dominant. The first search and destroy, six to two, they were dominant, and it wasn't close in those search and destroys. The only one that was close was this game five. And uh, when you do that to phase, you're definitely shaking their mental a little bit. And uh, yeah, you're getting under their skin. So um, take a look at the uh, the standings. So this is how the end of the year. Um, you know, shapes up for these standings. This is this is the going into champs uh, standing. So one through eight move on to champs, and that is Atlanta phase at number one. Optic Texas is number two, which Optic Texas also went two and out uh, this major. They played two games, they lost both, and they were sent home. Uh, top twelve, very disappointing for them. They still cling on to that second place, right behind the New York Subliners, or right in front of the New York Subliners, who had a massive sixty-five point boost for winning this tournament. Um, Cause when we were 65 points, they were down in like sixth place, you know, uh, fifth, sixth place. Um, so yeah, subliners at third ultra at four, which they had a pretty good run as well in their own major. Um, LA thieves also surprised some people with their terrible uh, qualifier, you know, showing one and four, they came out, they won two, two games in, in the uh, losers bracket and then lost to Toronto. Um, yeah, Minnesota Rocker ended up, you know, con- uh, keeping on their great uh, 
you know, qualifier. They made it all the way to losers final where they lost to the subliners. Um, Boston breach. We just talked about them even going Oh, and two and getting out of the tournament. They still hang on to that seventh spot and Seattle surge squeak through with the eighth place, um, going to champs. And uh, I mean, they were immediately knocked out of the, the bracket too. So, Legion, and they're going to do the same thing in champs. So they probably honest. will. Yeah. Legion, Mutineers, Gorillas, and Royal Ravens. We'll see you later. Your season uh, is over. Know, can we just say, though, the London Royal Ravens had a LAN series victory. Their first of the year. And it didn't come against a bad team. It came against the Boston Breach. They beat <laughs> the Boston Breach. And... um. Yes, I mean, Highlander and I were talking because it was Boston who played Rocker in the first match, and we were saying, whoever loses is just going to steamroll London. And <laughs> London had something to say about that. They said, we're not finishing the year 6-23, uh, and 23, or 6-24. and 24. We're finishing it 7-24. and 24. Dang it. And so, uh, yeah, a little stat padding for them. And, uh, I mean, the two guys who probably come off that team are Asim and Nasty. The other two... You know what's really... Probably not. You know what's really scary about that is, yes, the Thieves 3-0'd them, but those games are close. Yeah, it was a close 3-0. And, I mean, London, they really put everything out there, and they just fell short to a hot a Thieves team. A team was coming out yes. playing phenomenally where he'll For be sure. on a team next year. 100%. Oh, he better be. I mean, the 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 his his level of play, while it may not be up there with like the really greats, He's a very solid be. middle of the... I mean, when he turns it on, he turns it on, and he mm. just takes over a game. But well, he, I feel like with the, right team, with the right team, he could be up there with one of the... Yeah, he's, he's a very solid middle-of-the-road guy mm-hmm. who knows how to communicate, and he's been in the league for a while now, so he's one of your veteran guys. I would love to see him on a team full of full of youngsters, which kind of was the case. I could see him on Boston. I could see him joining vegas depending on how they make moves maybe they don't make moves yeah, if if, if clay leaves Florida. if clay drops right out uh you might have a seam take his place in vegas florida Which, makes huge sense yeah minnesota yeah. i think clay stays because he's in a two-year contract with legion he just uh, went there um, it depends temp, on if he retires not, honestly. temp might leave that's possible um but as for the other two Oh, yeah, Standy and TJ Haley. I'm pretty sure TJ signed with them. And obviously, you know, Standy got picked up by them as well. So the only one who's really a question mark is Temp, which was their main AR. So um, interesting to see what Vegas will do. And Asim is definitely not a main AR. He's more of a flex. No, he's more of a yeah. submachine gun player, I'd, actually. I'd rather see a scene go to Florida, to be honest. Yeah, I would love to see him on Florida. I mean, they had a they had a chance. I mean, obviously they beat Boston. I mean, they beat Optic first round, and that was a it was three zero smoke show. I mean, it was not close, and um, they made a they made a good claim for them for those players, especially. I mean, a lot of those guys on Florida should find a team next year. Capsule should find a team next year for sure. He was lights out at the event, even when they lost. He still had like a one point two three in that game. Um, Capsules, I mean, obviously, last year for Boston, he was phenomenal as well. Last year for Boston, had his ups and downs, but it was his rookie season, so it makes sense. This year, you know, fully established in Florida, being one of their top guys, he really showed what he's worth this season. Um, yeah. 
But uh, so moving onwards to the bracket, bracket. for champs. It's looking very uh, scary. It is. It is. I thought I had this up. I did. Uh, anyway. I mean, there's some crazy. There's some crazy round one matchups. There are, and so obviously with champs, there's only eight teams in the tournament, so there's nobody starting in losers. Um, it is truly a two and done, two and out tournament for all involved. Um, and we've got some absolute bang out matches. We got Phase versus Surge. Not a bang out. Um, we have Toronto versus Thieves. A That's rematch. That's going to be insane. A rematch where Toronto sent Thieves home in Major 5. And there's been a lot, and I mean a lot, of banter between those mm-hmm. two teams. Draza in particular on yeah. the LA Thieves. He has been talking all the trash and also crying about the hate that he's been getting after talking all the trash. So whatever um but toronto i mean they had signs up in the venue that said toronto hates draza uh they've got some bad blood in toronto for draza so that that match is going to be insane this is in vegas by the way so unfortunately vegas can't be there at their own i have have these winning this one to be honest i think they should i don't know toronto was looking very good here's the thing uh these don't let the same thing happen twice true maybe not but so maybe. far this season, so far this season, everything has been a rematch after like a major or whatever of where that happened. Yeah, these is one after losing. Yeah, I definitely think that whoever loses that, I'm not sure if they if they would play the surge. That might be an easy bounce back, but if it's a close game, it right now, if it's a close game and you know they lose in a pretty heartbreaking fashion, it could be yes. danger. It is, okay. It could the be danger for either one of those teams, honestly. I mean, we thought London was a guarantee, and they were not. So if you lose in a pretty devastating fashion, if you're Ultra or Thieves, the Surge could bounce you. They could. Mm-hmm. I mean, they could easily get hot and just Especially, eliminate yeah, you if, from champs. If you get in your head, yeah. Yeah. So uh, next two matches, we got Optic Texas versus Boston Breach. That one is always a banger. But Boston is actually making a substitution before champs. Mm. Um, yes, they're bringing in Vivid again. Hey there, Editing JT here. Wanted to quickly insert uh, a Boston Breach update. I was incorrect about bringing Vivid back into the lineup. Vivid was already there. In fact, he's getting dropped, actually, for uh, up-and-coming Challengers player Snoopy. Um, they are not bringing Nero back into the lineup, which a lot of people thought that they were going to. Um, in fact, Boston seems to be cutting complete ties with Nero as they have not done anything for him when, when he's been in the challenger scene. Um, and it's been a really bad time for Nero and not leaving a very good taste in Vivid's mouth either. So just wanted to clear that up um, before anyone hears that wrong uh, news and gets mad at me. So Vivid out, uh, challenger player Snoopy in, and we'll see how it goes for them uh, back to the episode. And then we have a Subliners versus Rocker, uh, which, you know, again, rematch of the it, losers' uh, final in round one. It's just it, it's crazy to me that whoever loses this game could also be done. And like, well, well they, they probably be. will be. Yeah, because, I mean, you're playing either Optic or you're playing Breach. or Boston. Yeah, and I mean both both of those two teams. And to be honest with you. It, I don't know if Optic starts off hot again. Yeah. I mean, I could see Boston pulling out an upset on Optic there. I mean, so 
we, we had a little bit of announcement as well at Major Five where Optic Karma has come in and he's now coaching the Optic team. So people want to point fingers at Karma for their terrible placing in Major Five, but he wasn't I mean, even he wasn't even watch he was only watching games. He had just <laughs> literally just gotten appointed as as their head coach before the the major started. He was only watching scrims. Yeah. He wasn't putting any input in I, there. They have three weeks to grind, and with Karma, especially like in their control, have done that announcement. especially in their control, um, mm. I, I think their control is going to get better, because, I mean, Karma, obviously, one of the greatest of all time, if not, you know, he, ma- he makes a case for greatest of all time, um, mm. coaching this team, he has a lot of knowledge, um, and a lot of stuff to bring, I mean, he, he's kind of like Rambo, honestly, I mean, you know, he, he's that veteran mm. guy who has a lot of experience, and I'm honestly surprised it's taken this long for him to even step into a coaching role <laughs> for optics. So, um, I'd say honestly, coaching wise, I'd say Karma's even better than Rambo. Oh, for sure, I would 100 percent agree with that. Then the the Call of Duty knowledge that Karma has, yep. Like, there's a reason why no matter what team he went to, they won. he was winning championships. Yep. There's yep. a reason for that. It's not because he's just good with you know the controller and all that. No, it's because he, he knew. <laughs> Well, yeah. yeah. There's also the fact that this man knew how to learn spawns very quickly. Yep. I mean, every time a new COD came out, he was dominating that COD. Like he was. He's been playing it for years. Yep. Yep. So, to have that kind of knowledge with a bunch of young young guns on that yeah. team. Yeah. This time, I think Optic do come out and they come with a passion, and I mean, they, they just they have to. Me, to. They need to. They have to. They have no choice. If, if they get 3-0 to start off this one, they're yeah. done. They have no choice. I mean, I don't think they're going to come in and take anybody lightly. I mean, they can't. It's champs. It's the top eight exactly. teams. But, I mean, I, I do think that they took Florida lightly, just like I said uh, in our predictions video. And they got smoked. They got absolutely bodied. They didn't show up to play. They thought it would be an easy victory, easy round two, winner's round two uh, pass, and they got punished for that. So, um, very exciting stuff. Um we have some Rocket League news, which, I mean, we're, we will do a Champs predictions video as well. Just keep on the lookout for that, where we actually go pick by pick. And hopefully I don't go absolutely rogue this time and predict Breach winning the whole thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, that'd be, if, if that happens, someone pinch me. He's going to pick London me. to win it somehow. Someone, they're, gonna come not in. In they're not even in it, but somehow he's going to like, can I add my own team into this? They're going to come in. They're just going to show up on the stage at Grand Finals. They're yeah, not supposed to be for, there. For some reason, Minnesota Roker, Roker can't be there. No other team can, but London yeah. can be there. So they just come in to fill in last second. <laughs> they're just already there. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, so we have the Rocket League news for the Eastern eastern for the european uh spring cup so all this is obviously happening before the spring major coming up in june so that's pretty much on on the next next up for rocket league the actual spring major um but we have uh vitality taking it four to two after a bracket reset which you don't see in call of duty which many people want uh, back again um so vitality ended up clutching up in that bracket reset and taking it four two over carmen corp which Carmen Corp was the last winner of the winter major, uh, which I called. Um, anyway, uh, Vitality looking pretty good. They're always kind of in the conversation um, for one of the greatest in, in the European region. Um, 
And they also had the Sam region uh, kick off their, not kick off, but finish their uh, spring cup where we saw Ninjas in Pajamas winning over W7M Esports. Don't know who W7M is, but Ninjas in Pajamas, I love them just because their name. Their name is amazing. I do Um, do like that name. It's so good. It it, it just reminds me of the old days of of Esports where you could name yourself a ridiculous name and just be really good Uh, at the game. And it's just like... I miss that. Yeah, it's, you know, it's like the monkey's banana. It's like, that's the team name. It's like, what? And they're just winning everything. So, um, yeah, so that's really all I have for Rocket League. Honestly, just little, you know, little, we can watch this highlight real quick. Um, Carmen Court versus Vitality in the uh, in the final there for the EU. And uh, it's pretty nice, pretty nice goal. But uh, anyway, Highlander, do you have anything for Overwatch? Anything? I, I do actually he does so Let's go. yes for the uh for the mid-season madness qualifications mm. uh right now this is the standings are they look um atlanta rain and the houston outlaws have qualified for the mid-season madness oh, atlanta um, lost a map again <laughs> um fl- uh from three to ten here mm-hmm. uh from the cutoff they will be competing in a tournament mm-hmm um, which starts June 2nd. As you can see, here is the bracket for that. Ooh, you are prepared, my friend. Uh, yes, I am. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing what happens in this is that the winners of this probably make it into the mid-season match. I don't really know. I feel like most people have to make it because I highly doubt they're just going to have like... Right, two teams. There's no way. Four teams in the... Or so I'm guessing team. like... Yeah. I'm guessing the winner of this makes it. For sure. And then probably like whoever makes it to like these probably make Maybe. Unless they're are they combining the east and west regions for this, do you think? Oh uh, no, this is just the west. It's just the west. west. Okay, okay. There's there's an east bracket that's already been going on. Right. So Oh yeah, that's true actually. So there's gonna be east teams. So that's east bracket A and east bracket B. Right, so there there is more so, teams. So yeah, so yeah. So actually you know what? There's probably going to be the winner of this one will probably make it, and the winner of like the losers will probably make it. But you would think in the qualifier. Oh, right. That's my only guess. So, but the, win- the winners, be- you think that the winners would be more? Because do they drop down? They, oh, they yeah. must. They must drop down. Okay. Yeah, they, okay. they have to drop down. Right. Right. So, okay, that's weird how they have that bracket laid out. Uh, anyway, it is. Yeah. You think that the top, the top teams who make it to the grand final, which I guess, okay, I understand now. Never mind. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't say like there's an actual grand. Right. Final. It doesn't say there's a grand final. I thought that that match at the top yeah, was like, the grand final. This, yeah, like right here, for instance, this game is played June third, and the right. loser bracket ones are June fourth. Right. The next right. day. So yeah. So this is this after this. This is like whoever is the best team and the winners. Uh-huh. You're just you're in. You're done, and then the losers just have to compete to see who makes that second spot, I guess. And then, yeah, because hold on, yeah. So if you get two from this, I'm guessing you probably get one from this and one from this, plus the two. That would be two, four, six, six teams total mm-hmm. into the midseason madness. I mean, I I don't really. I'd love to tell you more about this, but as you can see, if you click <laughs> this, it's just like, yeah, so uh, if you want to know more, stay connected and sign up. Right. 
Does it say uh, in the West region, qualifying weeks will determine seeding into the tournament, and the East region, qualifying weeks will determine seeding into the knockouts bracket. Oh! Wait. Oh, the contenders teams are also show up. Oh. In it. Okay. Okay, so people in the West are qualifying to get into the tournament, where like in the East region, they're qualifying to make this into the knockout bracket. Yep. So the West teams will be in a tournament, mm-hmm. whereas the East are just in the knockout part. Yes. Interesting. I understand. Most of these teams in the region will compete against contenders teams that have advanced through the spring stage open. The East region knockouts will determine the teams that will compete in the midseason global tournament in Seoul. Mm. Oh, okay. So the East ones that are going on right now. Yeah, okay. Uh, it kind of makes sense. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. I feel like my one complaint on Overwatch, which I think a lot of people will agree with me, mm-hmm. they do a really bad job at explaining stuff. They do, yeah. I mean, this is kind of because the Overwatch League is owned by obviously the same company as the COD League, you know. But the COD League does things kind of like... Because it, this is their fourth year doing it, you know? So they, they, I mean, do you remember how bad it was in Modern Warfare 2019? When the first franchise year happened and kicked off, that was horrible. Yeah, but hasn't Overwatch been going on for a while too? Yes, but their actual franchising hasn't. I don't think. Well, like, the franchise the... was happening before COD. Of the city teams. Yeah, because COD copied the Overwatch idea. Did it really? Hmm. Well, I have no idea. Then I could have swore that the Overwatch stuff came after. No, the, huh. this happened in Overwatch One. Oh, okay. Like the original Overwatch had like teams like this. Well, I guess just the population, you know, of the fan base <laughs> don't really care that much. So, yeah, uh, yeah. To me, as like someone who's new to Overwatch, it's yeah. very confusing at times for me to be like, "All right, so this is what's happening." Um, mm-hmm. Understandable, right? Because yeah, like. Even like this, for instance, when it's like two teams qualified, and it's like this is the qualified cutoff, and it's like, what? Why is there only two teams that qualify? It's right. like a weird, weird number of like qualified in that situation. I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, is that is that everything you got for for OWL? Yeah, that okay. that is everything for the OWL. Do you have anything for Halo? I do. Oh, it's not much. Uh, we oh, have the, coming by surprise. We have the DreamHack uh, Global oh. Invitational. Happening in Dallas, June second to the fourth. We're back. We're back to the MCU. Uh, we are map thing here. Yeah, we are. And if I zoom this in, it gets very pixely and it looks very bad. So I um, don't believe you. Okay, you're asking for it. <laughs> you're asking for it. Oh, look at that. Oh, oh wow. so pixely. Anyway, uh, yeah. Wait, so DreamHack. It, you know what's funny? It looks clear as can be on stream. Okay. Well. For me, it looks... Oh, I have a 1440p monitor. That's why. Um, anyway, oh, yeah. so yeah. So June 2nd through 4th, uh, DreamHack Dallas uh, is going okay. on. So that's this Oh, Friday. same time as the uh, the um, East thing. So and perfect. It, I also think it's similar timing to the spring major of RLCS. Oh, so they're all going on I at like, the same... That's insane. So everything's going off uh, like June 2nd. Yeah, maybe. So... Uh, Tune in next week where our esports report will be jam packed with, with news. 
hopefully good if we stuff. can find things yeah if we can find things i was gonna uh, say yeah that's I, well i mean i feel like halo is the hardest one to find these days 100 percent, 100 percent. at least overwatch you can find stuff rocket league you can find some things cod obviously yep. halo half the time we don't know what's happening at least, I, at least I know where this roadmap is now. <laughs> I could just pull it up easily and say, okay, we're still a month away from that. Cool. Uh, or, or whatever. So, um, yeah, that's really going to do it for the uh, eSports report. Uh- Without further ado, uh, that's going to do it for this episode. Um- Thank you all for watching and listening to uh, this wonderful episode of Off the Cuff. It's been a great show, and we hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, if you did enjoy, feel free to like this if you're watching on YouTube. Uh, if you're listening, make sure to add us to your list by favoriting, following, subscribing, uh, whatever it is you do to get notified. If you're here now on Twitch and you haven't followed, hit that follow button to see these wonderful faces every Tuesday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern time. Um, uh, if you want to catch us live, like I said, every Tuesday, uh, 7.30 p.m. Eastern on Twitch.tv off the cuff pod, uh, find our full edited episodes of every podcast that we do on YouTube at off the pod or off the cuff pod. Uh, as you know, isn't it off the cuff sports? It's off the cuff podcast. Well, it? It, okay. it, the URL is actually like at off the cuff pod. Okay. So okay. See. Yep. There we go. Uh, you can check out all of our audio sites that were that uh, we're on over at Anchor.fm/slash/OffTheCuffCast. It'll take you to podcasters uh, via Spotify, but it's the same thing. It'll work. Fantastic. Look at that. Check down below in the description box for our Twitter and Discord links, and come connect with us on those wonderful platforms. Yes. Uh, with all that said, nothing left to do but to close out the show. I'm Highlander. He's JT, and we'll see you next week.